to Hashtag Science. I'm your host, Jason Skaboulis. I'm joined over the internet, as always. Woo! Right, lately, by... Lately? I know. This is, like, what, four in a row? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by uh, Matt Metcalf, who is almost ready to defend. Yeah. One day. One and day. It's, like, awesome and a scary thought, right? You're like, oh, uh, Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> um, going up to it, it was... You know, I was, I was writing, I was finishing up all the analysis and shit and <clears throat> talking to my committee like okay like when the fuck am i gonna be able to do this like i'm ready like come on and <laughs> or then am i or am i, I ready and then, yeah. and then they <laughs> like and then they sent me an email that was like okay like next month is your defense and i was like fuck like i don't i'm not ready don't don't do this to me now don't put that evil on me like oh me. god so uh it's been a lot of like stressing out and uh, really just procrastinating. Yeah. I <laughs> so, get you. <laughs> it's been like, well, I could also go to the beach instead. Yeah, I've got about a month and a half to do all that stuff with my proposal. Yep. And I don't have a date yet. Which is probably not great. But yeah. That's okay. Whatever. We'll get there. It happens when it happens. It- Exactly. Except it's gonna have it has to happen this semester. No. <laughs> well, that's basically like the day of my defense is like the last day that we can defend. That's surprisingly late. Like at our school, we have to defend like the last date for actual defense is like a third of the way through the semester. Really? Yeah. Like if you're graduating in the in. Um like may or whatever you defend by march oh shit it's fucking crazy really huh yeah um i was about to say i was like i mean it got it actually the date got actually got pushed back because i think it has to be like at least two weeks before finals for some reason you can't you can't defend during final week um but it got pushed back because of irma the hurricanes Mm, yeah so I kind of looked out because it would have been like now before Thanksgiving, which is in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're definitely not ready for that. Uh, I mean, I could be, but yeah, it's happening all so fast. Yep, yep. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. And then I don't know after that, but that sounds about right. Uh, we got some. We got some good stuff to talk about this week, I think. As always. And as always, we put it together right before doing this show. As always. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> um, what the fuck else is going on? Uh, I, let's, um, I'm going to talk about Extra Life here for a hot second. Mm-hmm. That shit was over. It, it was this past weekend on the, the, the 5th and 6th, I think. The fifth was Saturday. You were there. I was there. We. <laughs> I streamed. The fourth it all. was Saturday. And the fourth was Saturday. Fourth and fifth. I got you. Uh, I stream. I live streamed for twenty four clock hours. Which, if you're a practitioner of daylight savings time, means twenty five hours. <laughs> nice. Uh, we raised. Uh, I personally raised seven hundred dollars that day. So that's pretty that's fucking awesome. awesome. That's almost as much as I raised last year altogether. That is really awesome. Um, How team, much did you raise altogether? So I raised just over thirteen hundred dollars this year, and we can still we can still take donations. So go Hell to yeah. dot ly forward slash Jason E L to donate to our my my local children's hospital if you're so inclined. That's awesome. Um, our team also hit our goal. Of two hundred and three thousand dollars and some change this year, which means our team has raised a million dollars for the children for the past seven years. That's crazy. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. How many people are on your team? Uh, we got a couple hundred people on our team. Nice. From U.S., Canada, and international. So we're we're ranked number two in all of the teams altogether. Number two? Yeah. Disappointed. Ain't nobody can beat those fucking Minecraft people. Uh, mm. <laughs> You're right. 
<laughs> so, I was about to say, if you're not first, you're last. But. I ain't mad about it, but we're basically <laughs> first. <laughs> basically first. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was my weekend. And then immediately after that, we had to start getting ready to move. Because our landlord wanted pictures of our house, which means I have to move my... My office was in my living room, which I needed to move out of my living room for those photos. <laughs> so, took a took a hot nap and went to work. So, as you do, I'm a little on the tired side, <laughs> and will be for quite a while. So, just perpetually tired. Yeah, especially after game day, because God damn it, that. I felt really good afterward, and then the day, like, on Monday, I was like, this is not happening. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, work is never going to get done. <laughs> but, so, Extra Life was last weekend. We would have had a show. We couldn't make it happen before that because I was way too busy setting up, so. This show will go up pretty much. It'll, it'll go up tomorrow it'll go up tomorrow on thursday and then we'll have another one for you next the week after on our regular time yeah back to normal so, somehow <laughs> somehow some way fuck it put this thing together we need to i need to get better at being like okay let's just get this shit done hey man we got we got other shit to do you got your yeah, defense I, blame... I got my proposal i got i blame you all right everybody blames me it's fine <laughs> <laughs> for all of it but uh yeah yeah so we've been having some good times up up in the Detroit area <laughs> I, I How- forgot that I'm now planning a two to it's anywhere from two hours to six hours long slot on the the hospital's telethon for Extra Life so they still have telethons yeah they do Which, that's going to be a stressful thing, because that's December 1st, or the day after we have to be moved out. <laughs> Ooh. So, I'm going to call in. Fun, fun times. Can fun. I call in and ask questions? Sure, probably. I'm going to tell you stuff on the telephone. About snakes? Or just... <laughs> probably. <laughs> that's Usually that's how my conversations end up anyway. So. You're like, oh yeah, the snake thing, like... We were talking about candy canes. Yeah. Which have no arms or legs, like a snake. And they're cylindrical. Yep. And they, they bend a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Not a lot of bit, though. Yeah. So, I, I, Red on, white. Right? Is that the... What's the saying? <laughs> oh, God. Black, black and yellow, deadly fellow? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't fucking know. You start with red. Red on. Oh, shit. Know. Red on yellow. Kill a fellow. Red on black. Venom lax. There you go. See? That's, why that's where you're a snake guy. Right? <laughs> they should make candy canes with those colors. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> right? You don't have to defend. You have your million dollar idea right there. Yeah. <laughs> snake patterned candy canes. I'd buy them. I would buy the fuck out of those. Yeah. No, what I'd really buy is gummy candy snakes that actually look like snakes. Ooh. Like, have the patterned and whatever yeah. dye you can, you can get. I'd buy I'd, those. I did, they do have gummy snakes. There's, like, sweet and sour ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I bought those, but those aren't what you're talking about. Have you seen the 29-pound uh, gummy python? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, I'll get that too. Uh, it's <laughs> it it is very expensive, but free shipping on Amazon. What? Of course. Send but me that the, link. The photo on this motherfucker <laughs> is some of the best internet I've ever seen. I'm gonna put it in Skype chat while we while we get going with this. But oh Jesus, is it funny? Here we go. <laughs> it's eight feet long. 
Holy shit. <laughs> I'm gonna have to I'm gonna snip this picture so I can put it in the in the show notes because it's too good. <laughs> it's so funny. That, also Every just like while. the model they have for it cracks me that, up. Too. That photo is so good. <laughs> Save as Did you see all this other shit they have down there? They have like gummy hamburgers. Oh yeah. And the giant gummy pizza. The actual gummy, giant gummy bear. Gummy corn on the cob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a rough time. Other thing has got prime shipping now. Oh shit. Ooh. Now it's worth it. Holy shit, it's $194. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's go. Let's let's make this hard hard turn. I mean, <laughs> start talking about some actual science. Instead I mean, of maybe maybe worth science. it though. Maybe worth it. it Do I have one hundred and ninety-five dollars to spend? Not yet. No. <laughs> that answer is definitely no. Matt, you found this uh, this new new-ish article on how trees might have evolved. Yeah. So, so I felt like we needed some plant stuff. Every um, once in a while, it's okay. Every once in a while, yeah, I'm not a plant person, so it's just not super exciting. But I thought this was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Also, the headline is definitely a step, like sits out there and grabs you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the first trees ripped themselves apart in order to grow is the headline for this thing. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> originally, obviously, um, the first plants look totally different than what they do today. Uh now we have uh, plants that are, I mean, most trees are going to be um, solid all the way through. Sure. And the xylem is how they grow. So these little patches, and it grows out in concentric rings, which is why we have tree rings, right? Right. Um, what makes these really interesting, um, none of these are, uh, all of these are extinct now. So all of these are dead. Um, Cletoxylopsids is their fancy name. Um, but they would actually, <clears throat> so they have pockets of xylem, and these xylems, each little pocket would grow itself instead of growing together. Um, so they had this hollow inside, and uh, as the xylems would grow, it would basically rip the actual body of the tree apart, because each of these things are growing at different rates. Right. Um, would rip themselves apart, and then it would kind of it would heal itself and connect back um but so you'd have really oddly shaped bodies of the trees yeah um so and yeah these these cuts these are awesome looking look nuts so yeah so they just it ha and especially with the hollow center um seems weird but it actually is like a really sturdy design sure um they compared it to the eiffel tower in this thing yeah um uh, which yeah makes sense um, but it was just really interesting little, little tidbit, super short too. Um, so extinct trees are actually really interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the cross sections are probably the most interesting thing on this thing. Cause it's crazy how it looks. Yeah. And like, I, I don't think the, this part about, um, their lack of leaves is new, but it's also interesting that they didn't have any leaves. They had, mm, uh, mm -hmm. basically twig-like extensions that were that kind of looked like branches off of the top and it, they yo man it looks like a tree but yeah those that uh, they're not leaves they're more just like chlorophyll filled twigs, twigs. they haven't like gotten to the point where the leaf is the evolutionary endpoint to their their good shenanigans shenanigans this was yeah. 385 million years ago. A long fucking time ago. It was a long time. Also, these were big ass trees, ten to twenty or ten to twelve meters. That's a that's a big ass tree. Yeah, yeah, real big. <laughs> For them not having any leaves, it's pretty big. <laughs> yeah, right. They're just growing like in. They're just like giant stalks. Yeah, and, and, and I think it's also interesting to think about um, this this article that we have kind of goes into a tiny bit that. The, this type of uh, tree formation 
um, ripping itself and healing back is not exactly energy efficient and that might have mm. caused it to go extinct so i'd mm -hmm. be interesting to i'd be interested to find out how how long this group of trees was actually around because obviously it evolved for a, a reason yeah but if they're they're the ancestral tree then they quickly got weeded out by everything faster growing <laughs> more sufficient growing trees yeah yeah for sure um Yes, I mean, I know that they found them in, I think it was in China, yeah. where they, like, dug these up. Um, so, yeah, I I mean, just because dinosaurs, really, but I think it's always interesting to see, like, where things evolved and how things evolved away from it. Yeah, for sure. Especially, like, like geographically and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Zhang Zhang? Zing Zing Zing? I can't, I don't know. I can't speak Chinese. Yeah, from this place in China, I feel like there's a there's been a bunch of shit from this little province. Yeah, it's a it's a hotbed for fossils. For fossils, so cool. Even paleobotany, I mean, can be interesting. The lady from Jurassic Park was one of those and shoved her hand in dinosaur poop to find out why I was sick. So that's true. She was cool, I guess. That's that's very true. <laughs> as long as they're as long as all paleobotanists are as cool as that lady. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I mean, she knew those leaves from the Devonian period. I know shit. Right. That's right. It's pretty impressive. The West Indian lilac made the Triceratops sick. They got Ooh, you. Yeah. I remember. I remember that fucking. Movie. That is oddly specific. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah so we're gonna we're gonna make a probably a really really hard turn from plant fossil plants <laughs> yeah uh that kill themselves to frogs that kind of can m might kill themselves they kind of kill themselves eventually yeah, kind of a little bit uh so fun fact well it's not really their fault <laughs> yeah it's not their fault but it is but it uh, I when I was in Ecuador for the Latin American Herpetology Congress conference, that's a mouthful to say when it's in actual English. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw this talk by Dr. Bernal um, about uh, tungara frogs in Panama and their mating calls, and she was originally studying. Um, frog communication and mating signals uh, in these frogs and she took videos of them and she ended up seeing um, these the the male frogs call and they would start scratching at their or like making a waving motion at their face and she thought it could have been a visual signal um, but looking at it closely on a big screen it was actually a biting fly that they were Which swatting away. They were swatting away. They're they're very annoying. <laughs> um, but then she continued her her work and found that um, complex frog calls from these tungara frogs actually attract these flies. So the 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 flies are listening and being attracted to specifically the mating call and not just a simple frog call and that's kind of really cool <laughs> really interesting because they're you don't, you don't really related to of... they're related to mosquitoes right which base it off of um chemosensory yep so they're attracted to like the carbon dioxide output put out there yeah you don't really see a lot of you don't really see a lot of insects in general that are attracted by sound sound yeah uh to to their prey specifically i mean you got mating calls of insects that are loud obnoxious as shit but yeah not to find not listening for a call from another their species prey to go get it like that's that's yeah. cool. <laughs> also, they found out that the 
these midges preferred more complex frog calls than simple ones. Yeah. Which I also think is pretty crazy that they're Yeah, so they're they're waiting for this for mating behavior as opposed to just yo, a frog croaked for some random reason. It's making the, the complex mouth movements and airflow to to get a super complex mating call going, which is So I wonder if Well, I'm sure she has looked at this. But um, with if they're preferring more complex frog calls, I wonder if that means frogs that are call, like calling better than other frogs, like the ones yeah. that are like the dominant frogs. Are they being attacked more by these midges than more subordinate frogs? I would, I would guess probably just because of like the intensity of the sound, really. Yeah. I mean, that sound's going to travel further, it's going to be louder, it's going to be uh, more but if it's more the female and the fly. But if it's more complex, not necessarily louder. Right. It's going to be complex, but also loud with the size of the frog. Yeah. Which, which, is, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, and then again, that opens them up to parasitic infections. Oh, yeah. Right um, into your alley there. Biting flies, they they will give you some shit. <laughs> uh, mosquitoes will carry a bunch of oh everything. They got they got everything. Uh, these biting flies uh, can carry trypanosomes, which is a a, a protozoan, I believe. Top of my head, I don't don't listen to this, Tom. Uh, you will be upset. <laughs> <laughs> I think they uh, are protozoans, though. They, uh, another more common one that we hear of in human medicine is the, the sleeping sickness in Africa uh, caused by trypanosome through mm-hmm. the bite of a tsetse fly. And so, whether or not the tsetse fly is attracted by human sound... Who knows? That'd be a cool thing to look at, but there, yeah. there, there can be some uh, implications in human medicine in in far flung future uh, work in in this specific area, which is kind of like, even in, more interesting when you think about it. Like we're doing a lot of frog parasites and uh, uh, bird parasite work in my lab, and we're also being able to apply those things to human parasites so are do you know if frogs are able to get leishmaniasis that's a good question that I don't know the answer to stumped you because um, we were just uh, well just talking about I mean really in central South America that's where mm-hmm. you know leishmaniasis is big and you get that from a biting fly sand flies Right. Yeah, I'm not sure. Right? Which, fun fact, when I was in Costa Rica, I probably talked about this already, <laughs> um, our our guide in the Viraguan rainforest had leishmaniasis on his arm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did say that. So, that, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Great. So there's leishmaniasis here. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, it it they're likely there there are probably um, leishmania uh, species that infect frogs or other mammals mm-hmm. that aren't that don't cause human disease or anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the CDC um, is saying twenty one out of thirty species infect mammals. So okay. Interesting. There, there are some other ones. It's probably some for um, birds. There is a. I don't know if you've heard of uh, Dr. Tiffany Doan. She is in Sarasota, Florida. I think she works for USF. Um, Sounds familiar. She's doing research on. I probably talked to you about this before too. Uh, <clears throat> maybe on here. I don't know. <laughs> um, she uh, she's doing research on malaria. 
in a null lizards in Florida. Okay. And so it's a it's a malarial species that lives in lizards but doesn't affect humans. Hmm. And it's still again still transmitted by mosquitoes and yeah I've I've, I've probably uh, heard you the know name. it's obviously have, it's plasmodium I think it's plasmodium floridana. Yeah yeah it it would be a plasmodium something. Yeah I'm pretty sure it's floridana. Yeah, it sounds familiar. It's probably because we have a huge collaborator at USF, too. Ah. Um, but I am terrible with names unless I have directly read their name in a paper before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't know who you are. Oh, I know exactly who you are. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, Floridensi is the... Close enough. Is the species name close enough pretty cool shit though oh yeah yeah so when I, when I was in Ecuador all of this talk was in uh, Spanish and all the slides and her her talk itself were in Spanish and I was able to pick up that frogs attract flies <laughs> and so it was pretty cool to actually see something that says what this is in a little bit of English <laughs> you don't know Spanish yet? not not enough to get a scientific <laughs> presentation out of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I got temperature. <laughs> Thermal all those years, All those years living in Miami. I know, I didn't pick up anything. <laughs> oh, boy. Cool. We're going. We're going to. Moving on. We're gonna move on. We're gonna look at this fucking really cool n- nudibranch. Nudies. Nudies. Slugs. I think they're probably the coolest marine organism. That's objectively not true, but. Um. No, look at them. They're like the craziest looking things. But they're not sharks. Okay, you're right. <laughs> I'll take that back. <laughs> <laughs> very I mean, sure very true. i mean that was an easy easy change um, or or stingrays stingrays are pretty cool even though they hate me that's true uh, i feel like that should be like your spirit animal it probably is probably because it sucks your spirit away yeah it's more of an <laughs> antagonistic relationship yeah with my spirit animal like tom and jerry you you are given, like, here, here's your spirit animal. You've had struggles with it in the past. Yep. Type of shit. It's real philosophical up in here. Yeah, Tom and Jerry, but it's Jason and Snigray. Yeah. I'm not excited for it to start getting, like, bone-chillingly cold up here. It's Ugh. getting there. We had a frost today. Oh, God. That means God. my ankle's gonna start hurting like a motherfucker. Does it still bother you? Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, that shit, they, that spine went directly in between all of my ankle bones. Ooh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, that, that venom went right into all of the bone joints of the ankle, and so that shit just hurts when it gets cold. Or if I, like, if I tweak my ankle the wrong way, that shit will hurt for, like, three months. Ooh. Yeah. It's a fun time. A fun time that regular on the show, Callan Carlson def- definitely didn't believe anybody that told her. <laughs> yeah. When it happened, and that was funnier than anything else. <laughs> Worth it for that. For that story alone. Oh, boy. Oh, I yes, remember that day. Matt, Matt, tell me about these nude pranks. We'll, we'll get to the Stingray story. <laughs> we should do, we should day. have a Stingray day. We should have a day of things in the lab biting us. Yeah. Oh, God. Or science biting That'd be, us. That's like a whole fucking month's worth of... Yeah. I got I got some shit. Probably yeah. stuff I probably shouldn't say. Probably. not get us in trouble. Yeah. CDC is going to come after you and... It would be the university itself. <laughs> oh, well, that too. So it would be fine. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Uh, anyway, so these slugs um, are really just giant fatties. 
Um, they yeah, practice. Slug. Yeah, they see slugs. Yeah. Uh, practice these things called kleptopredation. Um, so they typically feed on these little um, hyd- hydroids. Is that what they said? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, little, basically little bitty anemones. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> they focus on these hydroids that have actually eaten something else first before they eat it. So they kind of like double up their meal. Um, again, the klepto predation is just saying that like something else ate something and then they ate something else. They eat that thing right away. Yeah. So they could, you're basically stealing what the other thing ate by eating it. Yeah. I did. I love that. They said it's like eating a turducken. I mean, it basically is, except we didn't have to to hunt the chicken that just hunted the The quail or whatever the fuck. turkey. (laughs) (laughs) It's just all there together. Um, So pretty cool. Uh, They specifically go after, again, especially for these organisms that, like, have, like, a super tiny, maybe not even a brain. Not even a brain. probably like a ganglion and shit yep um yeah so they they know like oh that one has more food in it or they or they watch it or wait or whatever but they're certainly not the only animals that do this like we i mean we've also seen things eat coral knowing that they have algae living inside of them Mm mm-hmm um Oh, is it parrotfish? Parrotfish. Parrotfish definitely do that. Um, some other reef fish do the same thing. They kind of suck it off uh, off of the, the, the calcium carbonate mm-hmm. shells. And, oh, I mean, basically anything, well, yeah, pretty much everything out there, especially um, herbivores, they're going to be eating, because they also ingest, you know, plenty of protein with the bugs and stuff that they're that are hiding out in these little leaves yeah for sure so um but it's interesting that they specifically went for um hydroids that had already eaten something in, as in opposed, the lab too so they, they yep, did in lab experiments, experiments as well work, which is that's the cooler thing i think is that they showed it in the lab as well yeah the slugs ate Almost double the number of fed polyps compared to unfed ones. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. That's cool. And these yeah. things aren't very big, right? They're a centimeter and a half or something? Yeah, oh yeah. They're super, super tiny. Um, I, did they say a size in here? I don't even remember. I don't think so. Uh, it's about the length of a soda can tab. So yeah, about a centimeter or two. Yeah. But from the Mediterranean, and that's what this one looks like. That's kind of cool. Usually, usually see stuff like that on reefs. But I suppose the Mediterranean is pretty, pretty much teeming with life too. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean that's where, not to get off of sea slugs, but that's where like the sand tiger, uh, sharks, uh, breed every other year, is close to Lebanon over there. Mm-hmm. So that would make sense for if a whole bunch of sharks can come there and yeah. eat and fuck all day. Yeah. <laughs> Living yeah. the life. I know, right? I mean, there are there are coral reefs and atolls and stuff in the in the Mediterranean. Yeah. I think most of them are like deep sea stuff, but yeah, you just you just don't think about those as often as you know Australia or yeah whatever. yeah tropical. Yeah, tropical places. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty short, quick one. Oh, yeah. Not much to really say about it. Always cool pictures to see with nudibranchs. Or marine life in general. (laughs) True, yeah. They're always the craziest looking organisms. Yeah, they always look like they're out of monster movies. Yeah. Like, this is definitely a Power Rangers villain. Yeah, (laughs) it definitely would be a Power Rangers villain. Put, put some fucking legs on it. It's like, oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll grow, it'll grow to, like, above the the buildings and shit. Oh, yeah. 
I would definitely cheer for the villain if it looked like a nudibranch. Yeah, for sure. Not some fucking satellite dish faced monster like I saw in an episode <laughs> two days ago. Like a new one? Yeah, it had a satellite dish on his face. Nice. And it was like they're really they're really like updating for modern world. Yeah. Oh man, Power Rangers. <laughs> I actually liked that movie. I finally saw the movie. That movie's that movie's way okay. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It was good. Yeah. Super super cheesy. The guy who plays Jason in that movie is in Stranger Things season two. What? Yeah. Who is he in Stranger Things? Uh, he is, I think his character's name is Billy, which is fucking me up all, all kinds. Right, yeah, <laughs> that's not right. Um, but I have not seen Stranger Things, I just know he is in it, and he's very oh. really good in it. You haven't seen any of them? No, I keep meaning to. What? You got some Marvel shit to watch, and I got no time to watch TV. <sighs> <laughs> We're getting yeah. there. Alright, alright. It would be worth it, you would really enjoy it. I know. I'm like, oh, we should just watch it, but we have eight other things to finish. Don't finish them, just but go. I need to finish them. I can't <laughs> not finish them. Yeah, I guess so. Speaking of Netflix original television programming, uh, how blood-blooded mosquitoes stealthily <laughs> avoid a SWAT. So speaking, this is pretty interesting. Speaking of? Yeah. It's professional segues. Great. 101. Great segue. Um, this group, I do not recall where they're out of, uh, the Netherlands, uh, studying how, uh, mosquitoes that just feed on, that take a blood meal, so female mosquitoes, um, how they take off when their mass doubles in, in, from before feeding and after feeding. Um, so what they did is they took high-speed cameras and 3D motion, they took uh, took video of 63 takeoffs of mosquitoes, and they found that a mosquito that just took a blood meal will start beating its wings and, like, start l- reducing the load on and then, like, push off with its feet. Like, after slowly. A little bit, but very slowly, so it doesn't... So you, it doesn't trigger any of the hairs on an animal or a person, <laughs> which is the main implication of this whole thing. Yeah. Um, it's not triggering any hairs, so it doesn't it trigger the, oh, there's a bug on me, I'll hit it and Swat kill it, it. Um, response. And that's kind of cool. So they have some uh, high-speed video on, on this article, which will be in the show notes uh, on our website. But these these slow motion videos put mine to shame, where they have an actual high speed camera that does uh, over thirteen thousand frames per second. So <laughs> you can see the wings, and when you hit it frame by frame, which is really really crazy. Um, what what's interesting is that they also tested it against fruit flies, and they generate four times the amount of force of these mosquitoes. And that's because of the, the the muscles in their legs that they use to take off no matter what. So mosquitoes don't have those. And so they're just beating a little bit to, uh, to reduce the load, pushing the legs off ever so slightly to push them away and, and not, not trigger that slapping. <laughs> that movement. The slapping movement. And this is potentially really interesting in, uh, like micro robotics where we're trying to develop small uh, flying robots to either monitor uh, weather or whatnot so you can you can see how things can can fly and take off and control themselves a little bit better I mean we've already known that hummingbirds can hover and we've been trying yep. to use that in robotics design and so how to transition that into something that can take off and land, take off and land without really, um, with without being, without making it its presence really super known in huge air quotes. Yeah, 
Let's say that, um, like these trajectory, uh, photo montages they have are pretty interesting too. Cause it's almost like a it's direct like a fucking helicopter straight up. And then, yeah, it's like, away. it's directly up <laughs> and then they take off. It's great. And like the, they kind of like lift their back end up first and then flip up so that their head is going up first. Yeah. They want to get that 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 high mass area, their abdomen up and away from the body, first, and then yeah, kind of flip it. Which all is back. going to be the biggest, you know, hit hit hairs and things like that. Yeah. Well, well they do a great job because I get bit all the fucking time. Yeah. What is this? Does this uh, mosquito actually carry anything? See? This species that they worked with? Yeah. Does it carry malaria? Does it carry? It's. I mean, it's. What they work with? Anopheles. Yeah. Uh, I think all the Anopheles carry malaria, right? I think that's true. Aren't you like the malaria guy? Nope. What? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I should remember that from the class, but that's about it. I think. Yeah, I think, I think uh, malaria sounds right. But malaria can be spread by a bunch of different mosquitoes. Anopheles does carry a specific parasite, and that's what I'm thinking of, probably. I just don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they transfer plasmodium. Uh, yeah, only a few of them do. It says only, there's like 460 species of Anopheles. Yeah. God. Uh, and over a hundred can transmit malaria. Only thirty or forty viruses, Wisteria. Yep. Uh, it's bacterial parasites. Dengue fever isn't not good. Isn't dengue passed by mosquitoes? I feel like I actually should know that one. I'm pretty Uh, sure that might be Aedes mosquitoes. Aedes aegypti. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause we we almost had to get those shots, but Ecuador was too high where we were for 80s. I remember looking at it. And what about chikungunya? Is that not the assassin bug? No, chikungunya is from mosquitoes as well. What the fuck am I thinking of? I don't know. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm obviously terrible at my parasitology class, so... <laughs> Wait, assassin bugs or reduvids? Um, uh, the, they call it the kissing fever. The fuck is it called? Uh, oh, I don't remember. I should know that, though. It's like a really terrifying yeah, disease. Yeah, like no cure for it. Where are we gonna? Chagas. Chagas disease. That's trypanosome. Right. We should have talked about that earlier. <laughs> is it trypanosome? Yeah. <laughs> really? I didn't know yes, that. Yes, it is. Well. Oh, Cruzi. Yep. Yep. Yeah, again. Tom, advisor, don't listen to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I should know all these things by now. I should know all these things from your class that I definitely took. (laughs) And you remember everything from it. Yeah. All these parasites I don't work with. (laughs) I actually kind of missed my parasite class. That was a cool class. It was fun. We We had fun in the lab. Giving each other malaria and stuff. Yeah, you know. 
<laughs> As you do. The usual. <laughs> well, I think that's going to do it for our show. It's a short one. Good. <laughs> now you can it. go take a nap. And go sleep some more. Or not. Or just sit awake. Staring at the ceiling. Staring at the ceiling, wondering what I'm doing with my life when I have to pay taxes on my tuition. <laughs> How I will pay for anything. Yeah. It's probably going to scare me away from uh, grad school. Uh, fair enough. Uh, I mean, I'm currently looking at grad schools, but... I have a... Sink- I have a... I have a deep dark fear that it's going to pass but I don't think it will yeah, I'm not, yeah I don't know like a lot of things that we've dealt with in 2017 it won't pass yeah <laughs> but one of them going to one time yeah it's going to be it's going to be fucked up it'll be fucked up yeah <laughs> especially for us oh boy always will be but thank you all for listening. Uh, we can, we're going to have, as usual, we have our show notes on hashtag sciencecast.com. Uh, with Check all it the out. Details of all the things we look at, some of the videos. Some of the videos this week are not YouTube videos, so I cannot embed them on the website, but the articles with the video will be there. So check those out. The mosquito video is very interesting. Yeah. Um,. The, the images and stuff are really cool looking. Uh, what these trees might have looked like. The, the nudibranch that eats nidarians that just eat stuff is awesome looking. Uh, Always some cool nudies. Of course, yeah. Send them. <laughs> send, send nudies. Yeah. That's... We got our episode name. There you go. Fucking A. I only took this song. Send nudies. Send nudies. How do I spell that? And you... We'll get it. (laughs) S-E-N-D. Got that part. Uh, We are working on getting some uh, guests on the show in 2018. Uh, It's probably not going to happen this month or next month with our thesis and proposal oh, God. deadlines. No. Uh, so we'll, <laughs> we'll try and get that set up for very early in the month of January because I have some cool people lined up and they want to be on the show. I just can't get the schedules to line up with our stupid schedules right now. Stupid. So I will stupid get my shit together. <laughs> But if there's a topic you want us to talk about, send us an email at jason at hashtagsciencecast.com. That is jason at hashtagsciencecast.com. Send us topics. Send us comments, questions. What do you want to see from this show? Like, I'm we're doing this because we want to, but if you're enjoying it and you want us to talk about something special, let us know. You can also reach out on Twitter at thesciencecast. You can reach out on Facebook, uh, facebook.com, hashtag science, you'll find it. Um, I'll eventually get to making a song with Matt's data, <laughs> now that I actually have <laughs> now it. Now that I finally gave it to you. Now that I actually have it. Uh, with it's going to take It's gonna take another year. I had a year Amen. to send it to you, a year to make it. it. That's right, that's how it works. <laughs> uh, with, well, I'll use John Middleton's music algorithms project to turn data into music which is really cool you can check that out um our blog system is coming along very very slowly but steadily (laughs) um at this point it's a matter of we need to get some content and we need to i need to get that content and then test to make sure it works but luckily yeah. it's essentially is the same as our episode list page with a different format. So it's most it's most of the way there. I would say 
once we have content, we'll be 75% of the way there. And I think we'll be on track for 2018, like I've been saying this whole time. Right. <laughs> we'll be ready. Yeah. 2018 is going to be the year. It'll be the year that everything goes to shit, or it all gets better. <laughs> Internet won't exist anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I gotta shout this out. Matt, do you look at the Lego Grad School Twitter account at all? Oh, I've seen it every once in a while. Not on yeah. Twitter, though. Uh, in a few days, they're going to be opening up orders for a calendar for 2018, and I'm definitely buying a couple. So go find that Lego Grad School on Twitter. He's going to have yes. some details here in a couple of days about calendars. That is awesome. You can tell him we sent him. You tell him we sent you. I don't know if that's going to do anything. That'd be really cool. I'd like yeah, to talk right? to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but hey. Maybe they'll give you a discount. Guy. We don't Let's know. Do Can't cool promise shit. that. I like Legos. I like memes about grad school. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it doesn't it doesn't hurt as bad when you can laugh about it. Yeah, and it's pain it's painful when they're exactly what happens in your lab and it's so yeah. funny. <laughs> so uh I, th- I think with that we're going to have another episode, probably another short one next week to finally try and get this shit back on every other week schedule instead of whenever the fuck we feel like it. <laughs> Uh, we've done decent we've done okay considering how much other shit we've got going on true so I'll I'll, if we'll we'll pull some strings we'll get some episodes out on time (laughs) I think we can blame the hurricane blame the hurricane we can blame the grad school in general (laughs) and we can blame who else can we blame Trump's a good one. We can blame Trump. Trump. Blame him. Blame, blame him for anything. And everything. <laughs> uh, I'll blame Trump when my Comcast goes out next time on Twitter and see what happens. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, with that, thank you again for for listening and for telling your friends about the show. We, we appreciate it. We do it. We have fun. And if you have some fun listening to it, that's good too. So... We will see you same, I, I want to say same time next week, but it's next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you sometime. Uh, yes, yes. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Have a good week.